Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's interview with Debbie Cancilla, CIO at Atlantic Health. In this segment, she talks about what she believes is the most exciting part of being in healthcare today, why it's difficult but necessary to leave a role that's become too comfortable, and the importance of keeping an open mind when it comes to disruptors. The following Health System CIO podcast is brought to you by LK, a nationwide leader in healthcare connectivity. Decommission your legacy systems with LK Archive. All systems, all data, one consolidated solution. Retain 100% of your legacy data at 20% of the cost with LK Archive. For more information, visit lk.com. That's E-L-L-K-A-Y dot com. Healthcare Transformation Consortium is really interesting, especially when you look at the, some of the organizations involved, um, you know, Central State, 100 in Healthcare, they are, are independent, or at least <laughs> somewhat independent. So it's interesting that these different size organizations are kind of working together to move towards the, the uh, ultimate goal of reducing costs. Right. And the big picture, too, is the continued quest when you think about healthcare from the big picture perspective. It's been little silos of information all over. Mm -hmm. So you go to your retail pharmacy and and you you get a script filled or maybe a CVS and you go to their minute clinic. You know, maybe you do something with your, your health insurance. They have a nurse advice line. You call because you're not sure what level of care or what you should be doing on something. So you've got a transaction there. You go to see your primary care doctor. You have an inpatient admission. You have an emergency department visit. There's all these little venues and pockets of healthcare information that need to come together into one picture for us to help manage, I guess, the patient's care and improve ultimately the care at the end of the day. So the next wave in terms of healthcare is making sure that we have the ability and everybody's in this game right now to get everything into one collective or comprehensive picture, which means that the insurance companies now have to start sharing more information with the payers. We have to figure out ways of having more visibility into any of the retail transactions. You go to an urgent care, you go to whatever. How do we get all that information about that patient in one place so we have a comprehensive record of care for that patient? So that's the game right now where everybody's trying to figure out how do we get that all? How do we normalize that information? How do we really create this really nice record of care for the patient so we can see where there's gaps in care and we can find out what needs to be done going forward? Right. Right, and getting together with, with other leaders just it makes perfect sense, and it's something that, as you know, you've uh, alluded to, hasn't always been the case in the past, uh, especially when you are either competing organizations or something along those lines, but right. really uh, trying to collaborate instead. Right, and right. probably the most exciting part of healthcare right now, honestly, are the new disruptors or entrants into the market. So you're, you know, the Googles, the Amazons, the Apples, the CVS Aetnas, those folks who have not done this type of work, been in this industry, are not burdened with the fact that healthcare is steeped in tradition. You know, they can look at things in a different way than I think we yeah. can. And so it's going to be um, us challenged on a day-to-day basis you know, to kind of retain our book of business, to make sure that we continue to be the best that we can be. So these disruptors are probably a really, really, really important part of the evolution of healthcare as we go forward. It's a good thing. Yeah. And uh, given your interest in innovation, um, I, I would think that you're kind of more likely to have an eye on these types of things and, and look, looking at these different approaches to, to some of the same uh, challenges the industry has had for years. 
Absolutely. And then the other part of it is with the disruptors, they now have their eye in this space. So, you know, some of them are too big to compete with in any regard. They deal with completely different um, revenue resources than we do. So then how do you find opportunity to partner with them? You know, does it make sense to offer medical durable goods or consumables at the end of the conclusion of somebody's healthcare visit? And you do that maybe through Amazon. Does it make sense to continue to uh, leverage Apple's uh, bio or consumer digital wearable equipment? You know, how do you, how do you partner with some of these behemoths um, instead of trying to compete with them? Right. Yeah, interesting. So now you've, you've been with Atlantic for two years now, as you said, and um, when you did first step in, what was your approach to being the new CIO, especially as you said, there had been an interim, so maybe, maybe some change, but what was your approach in uh, really kind of getting to know the organization and the people? Well, I think that coming into the organization, it, this is actually the third rodeo that has been very similar. And when somebody says, what do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, I would have never thought that I would be doing the work that I'm doing today, but I found a niche in kind of recreating IT departments, teams, application portfolios, and and getting things fixed, you know, within an IT department. So I was handed a, a great big study that had been done with regard to a lot of things that needed to be fixed. So you um, put yourself to task, you figure out what your plan is going to be, you start to work on the team that you need to get it done. And and this, for me, was done at Grady in the Pinnacle Healthcare System and then here as well. It makes sense because, as you said, this isn't the first time you've done it. There's always going to be a period of change and adjustment being with with a, a new organization. But I guess that most important is that you're able to kind of establish a rhythm and get to uh, doing some of those things that need to be accomplished. Yeah, and to be um, very honest, Kate, the first part of that rhythm is this panic and fear where you look at things and you go, oh, my God, what did I do? You know, what did I just do? I could have stayed where I was. Things were all fixed. It was running smoothly. I had, you know, a, a stride going. I could have retired there. But you continue to push yourself with regard to growth, and you get anxious for your next challenge, and then you're handed your next challenge, and it's it's this moment of panic for me that I say, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> am I an idiot? What did I just do? But, you know, then you, you have that good talk with yourself, and it's like, are you kidding? This is going to be great, and this is what you need to do. And so you kind of put yourself at ease, and then you put yourself to task, and it, it just seems to work. You just get it done. Right. And when you think about the people who, who are really valuable to you and, and the ones who you see a, a lot of uh, potential in, what do you think right now are the qualities that are, are really most important or valuable? I'd have to say being in IT, you don't have a siloed view. You have an overarching view of the whole organization, which means that you deal with a multitude of disciplines that you may not be obviously proficient in. I'm not, I can't speak the cancer language. I can't speak necessarily all the clinical cardiology terms. And that is the same with my team. So what I, I love to see is uh, leadership capabilities. And one of the major things, attributes that I look for is people's ability to manage risk and deal with fear. So if you're willing to step into something that's unknown and figure out how to work through it, to me, that's a winning quality. Anybody who can deal with risk or fear, absolutely resourceful people, people that are leaders. And then the thing that I love to do is to find people with those um, qualities and develop them. Everywhere I've gone, I've left, you know, a cadre of people that I consider to be kind of my, the folks that I was able to move to the next level. 
As a matter of fact, yeah. every time I leave, my second charge ends up taking my role. So that's mm-hmm. hugely rewarding. Yeah. Because yeah, it means sure. you've done your job. You know, you've not yeah. left the organization in a bad place. You've not left your team in a bad place. And I, I guess as a leader, to me, that's always been incredibly important is to continue to develop and work with the team so that they feel like they're growing. Right. You know that you've done your job well if you're able to step away from it, whether it's temporarily or to lead the job, and things are still running as they're supposed to. Absolutely. I can't imagine leaving an organization in a state of chaos or a state of um, unrest. I I think that it's important to have that commitment to always leave the place better than when you enter the doors. Right. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to, to ask, this is a bit of a vague question, but when you look at where the industry is headed in terms of healthcare IT, what, what is it that uh, excites you? What, what is it that, that really kind of gives you hope and lets you know that, that things are going where they should be? I'm hugely excited about people understanding how technology can help enable and um, create efficiencies within uh, healthcare systems. I'm hugely excited about the fact that when used right, technology can really help support the patient experience. We can Mm -hmm. make this so much easier on people. There's so many opportunities for improvement. I'm also hugely excited about the fact that medicine is no longer the black curtain. People are engaging. The patients are engaging. They understand what what lab values they're looking at. They understand why they need certain um, health maintenance at certain intervals. They're engaged in their care at a level that they haven't been, and that's only going to get better. This whole veil of um, where people used to be afraid and not understand their care, it's gone. They have access to so many new things now on the Internet, to research on their own, where before it was go to a medical library and look at books. So I guess the whole transformation, and it's all really driven by technology, right, yeah. of making it easier for the organizations to be more efficient, sustainable, and a better experience for the patient keeps me very excited. Yeah. And, and on the flip side, is there anything in particular that kind of alarms you or that, that you think really needs to be addressed before we can move forward? Um, I'm afraid that we underestimate some of the disruptors that are entering the market and really Mm -hmm. how to best manage that entrance. And I think that that would be the only thing is that perhaps we're not being serious enough about the fact that these are very strong, powerful, well-groomed organizations. Right. And we assume that because they've been our patient, they'll always be our patient. And I'm not just saying this is Atlantic Health. I'm saying this is an industry uh, dynamic. Right, right. And so I think it's just important to keep our eye open and, again, learn how to either compete or partner as appropriate with these disruptors. It can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Yeah, sure. It is a a daunting thing to think about, for sure. Yep. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps up what I wanted to talk about for now. But thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. If there's anything, any follow-up questions or that that you have, just let me know. Yeah, certainly. At some point, uh, I'd love to meet you in person. Sure. Or, or call me and we'll grab lunch. How's that? Yeah, I'd like that. Thank you so much. Take care, Kate. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.